So welcome, Anna. Thank you so much for joining me. Thank you, Stephanie. So good to be here with you. Yes. What? Let's start with the first thing. What does your personal homeschool schedule look like? Oh, wow. <laughs> I can show you how my schedule looks like, actually. I can share my screen with you and, and give you a little glimpse of how it looks like. Let me see if I can pull it here quickly. Um, I always have it on my screen just to make it easier. And also because I share this with a lot of moms that ask for help in how to organize their homeschool schedule. So this is what I call my ideal um, week schedule. Unfortunately, we lost Anna's audio here, but she talks specifically and shows here what her schedule looks like. And in the afternoon, we do history and science and other uh, fun activities with the kids. Um, so this is pretty much what it looks like. Let me go back here to you. Um, so we, um, let me just talk a little bit about schedule versus routine Yes, because schedule is something that, uh, it's done in school. They ring the bell and something needs to start and it rings the bell and something needs to end. Well, that's not the case at home. At home, we actually follow a routine. We know what needs to get done and we have an order that works better for our family and we follow that routine. So in reality, it doesn't matter if I start at 8 or at 9 or at 10 or sometimes if we have a doctor's appointment in the morning, we'll have to start at 1 in the afternoon. I can still follow that routine and know that things are going to work well. So basically, that's what we follow. We follow, we have, we have a schedule to give us a little bit of margin, to give us a little bit of, um, like we, we can, uh, we can know how many minutes we're going to need for a lesson or if we need an hour or not. But what we really follow is the sequence of things that needs to get done in the day. Very good. Does, so, okay. I'm going to be honest. I struggle with schedule. I do. I just really struggle with it. And so what would you say to moms like me who sort of struggle with um, coming up with the right schedule and, and, and sticking to it? What kind of advice would you give me? Okay. So let me, let me start from this. Um, your routine to work well for your family needs to be weaved naturally into your family rhythm. And I think a lot of parents miss the point right there because they're trying for something unnatural into their day, into their kids' routine, their, their natural routine, and, and it, it becomes the fight. And it becomes something that nobody wants to do. It just doesn't feel natural. That's, you know, um, it's really hard. It's really hard. I'll tell you, I'll tell you this. I am not a morning person. If I try to force myself into a routine where I have to be teaching at seven in the morning, it's not going to happen. And I'm going to feel frustrated. My kids are going to be in a bad mood because they're not morning people uh, the same, right? The same way. And it's going to be really, really hard on us. So the first thing that you can do and you should do is think about how can I weave this into our daily normal routine without being a conflict, without being something that is so unnatural to us and no one wants to do it. So, for example, uh, as a normal part of our life, like we love reading books. 
and we love listening to audiobooks. And I know the moments of our day that is easy for me to bring in the reading. Right. Yeah. I know that my kids are not morning little people either. So I know that if I tell them we're going to do math at 839 o'clock, they not. It's just not going to happen because at that time they're still trying to open their eyes and, and, and get out of their beds and, and get, you know, get their breakfast done and things like that. So we um, we looked at and works naturally in our homes to fit in some of those things um like science after lunch in the afternoon the kids think is like the the most awesome thing to do science experience my son is loving now that he's doing a lot of the experience by himself so he knows that after he got he has his language arts and his math done he like he's he's looking forward to getting his science and science book and doing the experience together it's just like natural that it follows like those um the other thing too is that it might not feel natural at all to do language arts and math it's true <laughs> every day kind of a struggle and you need to get them used little by little you cannot for especially if you're starting homeschool right now i always recommend people to de-school if you're coming from the public school and and start applying learning time little by little don't go full-blown five days a week learning just do it maybe twice a week to begin with then increase it three times a week then four times a week so they can get into a routine right it's a habit a routine is a habit that you're implementing and you're you're um persevering and being consistent because i think that this is the greatest problem that we have not only that we're trying to do something that is natural to our family but we lack consistency if i ask a thousand homeschool moms how many of them are really consistent with their homeschool plans i'm probably gonna have 10 20 raising their hands <laughs> the majority have a hard time and i'll tell you why because life happens and it's not just because they don't want to be consistent i mean it's it's hard enough to just like okay this is what we're going to do now but because life happens and they have to learn to be flexible so when you uh starting to customize the best routine for your family keep those things in mind Right. What is uh, follow your natural, your family natural rhythm as much as possible, and uh, do in increments until you guys create the habit and the consistency to follow it. It becomes natural in your home. Um, and the third thing is that allow flexibility. Otherwise, it, it's it's you're gonna feel like this doesn't work. This doesn't work. So you need to be flexible. Absolutely, that's excellent advice. I've. I, I've heard other people say too, like add in one subject a week too, like start with a and then add in something else because it can, just helps. <laughs> Every it does. Day. It does. I, I tell moms all the time. I just spoke in a, in a conference now and, uh, and the title of my workshop was how to get everything done. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> need all <laughs> And and uh, and I tell moms all the time. Listen, you can do everything. You just cannot do everything at the same time. So you're gonna have to figure out how to do little by little, and then increment, and then you know 
keep the consistency keep and build a habit um as i'm gonna just pull this guys but uh, i am a firm believe of habits but this is what i have on my wall here the repetition creates habits habits create structure structure creates freedom freedom creates time for what matters the most and this is my motto this is my motto and so if you start applying those habits be consistent start incrementing little by little and you see that daily repetition comes so natural to us nowadays oh my goodness my kids know exactly the order or what we do which kind of looks like this i showed you guys my ideal um week schedule but this is what i keep laminated right in front of me on my desk and if we are on the road you know we have our sunlight bag right that we carry with us so um <laughs> Guys, it's seriously, we call, we call it our toad schooling, but everything that we need from sunlight is in this bag. And the moment that we're getting in a truck to travel from place to place, that bag gets out of the RV and it right on my feet in the truck. And we have this inside the bag to tell us exactly what we need to get done. And even though it's the same thing almost every single day, still, we are very visual people. They look at the the, um, the laminated uh, schedule. They go like, "Oh yeah, I need to do I need to do my history now. Oh, I need to do my science right now, right?" So it helps them. So again, if you're gonna uh, create a routine, if you're going to create a schedule, have a visual. Uh, have it printed out for everybody and have it like in a place where everyone can see so everybody's it's coming along and following the same routine now i don't even need to tell my kids what they need to get done next because they know and they use this little cute checklist that i created for them years ago that now thousands of homeschool family uses because they don't it's like our number one download on the blog oh yeah all, you can personalize so they write down what needs to get done for chores, what they what they can do individually, what they can do, what we do together, right? And and then any extras that they might be doing, like music, Hebrew, art, whatever they doing. Monday, they get a printout and they have this this little pocket that I got at the dollar store, and they know exactly what needs to get done. So you are uh reaffirming your um reaffirming yes reaffirming your routine your schedule but you also you're teaching them to be independent they're not asking you a thousand times like what's next mom what do i need to do now right because they know so. that's great that's great advice i'll drop the link to that below so if you need it you can access it quickly yeah, yeah. so uh, with all the things going on in our world i think um you know, there are a lot of people who are maybe taking a little bit of slow time right now and adjusting to all the changes. It affects both homeschoolers and non-homeschoolers alike, right? Like you guys are socialized and out in the world and, and doing all kinds of stuff. It's not like we're sitting at home and um, not going to practices and parks and the store even. Um, so how do you make sure you don't get behind on your schoolwork during these times when you when you kind of need to take a break and spend some time with the family and reassess you know what's most important in life yeah well first of all stephanie i want to remind all parents here either you're starting to homeschool now or you've been homeschooling for a while that when you're home educating there's no such a thing as being behind 
you need to follow your kid's pace of learning and you need to be flexible to the situations in your life. Like, you know, I went through a very traumatic time just about a year ago where I had to be in bed for six months and I call it my paper plate and audiobook season of life. But you need you need to be flexible and adjust to that situation and uh, and that's where the beauty of teaching my kids to be independent learners came in very well it was it was uh, it was amazing they carry on doing their basics right stick to the essentials and stick to the basics even if it's just language arts math every single day in an audiobook or read aloud um have the kids take in turn to read the books but don't feel like you need to do everything when those situations come or right now that we're all in quarantine, um, that you need to get everything done if something is impeding you from doing so, right? I am pretty impressed that while traveling for five months through 29 states in the United States, my kids finished their curriculum before we came back to Canada. Now we are in uh, March, almost in the March, and um, they start finishing curriculum last month. So even though we were traveling, even though we were in school in the truck many, many times, um, because they're used to the, the, the consistency of the routine, they got their things done. So I want to encourage you, maybe you are in a season right now where you feel like, I can barely get my kids into one page. Yeah, It will get better if you do not give up. Um, just just keep keep being consistent and and make learn fun make learn fun if there are certain things that they really enjoy doing do more of it I'm, I'm totally okay with that i remember when we started sunlight deep all my kids want to do is like read like pedro's journal and um and we just kept reading like all the books and uh what was that that the one um the one of the lion oh my goodness forgot I uh, forgot about the little, the children um, that were in England. They wanted to come to, to the States to see their father. And I can't remember the name of the book, but my kids. I just had this book the other day. Oh, my. It's so good. It's so good. Oh, my goodness. So, you know, what? and that's why I love Sunlight because it, it all like these amazing books that you, you learn so much just reading them. And. Anyways, it was pretty cool because when we were back in, in Jamestown and Yorktown and Williamsburg this year, my kids were like, do you remember that story? And it was like so cool how oh, they associate. So, so awesome. Yeah. So so just, yeah, if they love reading stories, just keep reading the stories. Um, it, they all going to be fine, guys. They all going to be happy. Yes, absolutely. I wanted to pull up the book. I I know I just had it, but I can't find it that quickly. Um, so something else we were talking about before we pressed record was having <laughs> the global crisis. The actual, yeah, the actual problem here: having your spouse at home all the time. How do you? <laughs> I, I call it on my on the Facebook page the global crisis that no one is talking about. And oh, so many of the moms are like, "This is so right on," um, but it is for some of us who've been homeschooling and we we are so used to be home with our children every single day, and we kind of we follow the guidelines and follow the routine, you know. Like um, 
having the husband home it could be really tricky because daddy doesn't know what's supposed to be done when and um yeah <laughs> and have to unschool him too you know like hey this is our schedule get used to it <laughs> yes yeah so i think the best thing that you can do is have a family meeting um you know sit down you know first sit down with your spouse sit down with your spouse don't don't say it in front of the kids you're here i i wanted to share our, our routine with you so you can help me and uh, back me up and and not get the kids distracted or anything um so when my husband came home six months ago right because uh, now we work together at home but when he came home it was it was like my kids were used to do everything with me now all of a sudden i'm like okay come sit here oh no i want to do it with daddy <laughs> and now i'm wasting like five ten minutes because i'm telling the child no come on let's do it and they're like no i want to do it with daddy uh but daddy wasn't available at that time so now i'll wait for daddy and i'm like that really threw me off you know? yeah. <laughs> but you know sit down with your spouse talk about it and, and share the routine and then have a family meeting and say hey guys dad dad is going to be home these days uh if daddy needs to be working in a specific area of the house just kind of hey guys dad is going to be working so we need to make sure that we're not interrupting daddy or if daddy is not working at home but he's going to be home then hey guys daddy's going to be helping us with our homeschool and which is going to be super cool because we can get this done faster and then you can guys can go outside for fresh air um or whatever it is or you guys can you know play puzzles or you can play video games or whatever we don't play video games here but i'm just throwing out there because i know there's a lot of kids who do um yeah but just try to make it work teamwork right teamwork. yeah teamwork and um, keep the husband busy give them something to do I'm busy yeah, for sure for sure <laughs> um, that actually lends really good into the next question is how are how do you suggest managing um school time free time screen time how, how do you do that and what advice do you have Okay, remember that little checklist I showed you? It's like, it's really little. I don't know if you guys are going to be able to read. But I'll, okay, it says here, after they finish what they're supposed to do, it says you are free to play for the rest of the day once you're done with your homeschool work and chores. I'm proud of you and I love you so much, mom. So they know responsibility comes before um, entertainment, right? And um, when they were very little, we learned this, this poem by uh, Christina Rossetti. And we, every time that it needs to be reminded, we all end up saying it together is uh, work while you work, play while you play. They will be happy each day. All that you do do with your mind things done by half are never done right and so this like i taught this this poem to them when they were maybe three four five and and it always a good reminder when it's the work we work diligently when it's time to play then just go go ahead and go do whatever you want. so if that free time in, it could include the screen time um i do monitor a lot what my kids watch really i monitor a lot you guys um I, i'm a bit i'm a bit of a freak because i believe the eyes are the the window to the soul and i believe that everything that they see and and everything they watch needs to be 
good for them. It needs to build them up and it needs to be in agreement with our values and our faith. Um, so, so we kind of like, we love watching things like, uh, um, uh, torch lighters and, um, friends and heroes. And, um, so my kids have like, they have access to Mino, which used to be called jelly telly or, uh, right now media or pure flakes. So I know it's good, clean, entertaining for them. Um, that's basically how it is here. So that way they're just not sitting or they're going on YouTube and, surfing god knows what um but yeah yeah, yeah. And, and there's there's a few learning apps that they have access to that they can play um that we know that it's safe enough for them to play with but yeah that's basically how it is that we're just teaching them to one we want them to master in activity so there's no such a thing as like because i don't have a screen in front of me i'm bored so we want them to be resourceful. We want them to be creative, right? That's yeah. what we want them to do. Um, I'd much rather see them playing board games than seeing them sitting in front of a video game. That's that's the reality because uh, playing board games, they're building so many skills in teamwork and, and they're connecting with each other, right, as siblings. Um, so that that's how I do it. That's how yeah. I do it. I love it. I love it. That's all great advice. Um, so you live in an RV, so this yeah. question is going to be really hard, but how do you get private time as a parent for sanity and to get some work done? How do you do that? Okay. Okay. If you don't schedule, you won't get it done. The secret here, when I showed you guys, maybe I should show you one more time. I'm going to share this with you guys. Okay. My ideal schedule, uh, ideal weeks schedule. Let me show this to you guys. Here's my secret. I book absolutely nothing after dinner time. Here again, we lost a piece of Anna's audio. I apologize. Even though it's my family time, I still have time enough that I, can, I have wiggle room. That's how it is. And if you see, even like myself, uh, care time, my work time, every like every block is it's it's set right it's schedule for it so i know uh the amount of time that i have to work i have the amount of time that i have to be focusing um fully on homeschooling and i i know what time i need to start getting dinner done and whatever chores i need to get done but i know that i have hours in the day to catch up with anything that i need to if i have to if I absolutely have to, otherwise, no, that's sacred time for my family and I, um, that's sacred time for me to rest. I have an autoimmune disease. So, um, life can get pretty hectic sometimes for me. I have uh, just in our online courses, we have over 5,000 students, which is crazy. We have homeschool membership that has 230 families from all over the world and and we have a lot of activities actually on uh, that happens uh, twice a week for those families um including three book clubs wow <laughs> and family workshops where we teach them all kinds of things from spanish to all kinds of things all fun things um but if i have to guard my time very wisely that's very true. that's how i need to do i need to guard it very wisely and allow myself plenty of white space on my calendar that 
if I need an overflow area to go to, it's there for me. Is there for me. And moms, let me tell you the biggest thing I have ever learned in my life is that not every opportunity is your assignment. So learn to say yes to what God has called you to say yes to. Um, don't don't take on commitment that you were never called to. Just be very wise. Learn how to say no. It's actually a great thing. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. That's great advice. I need to say no more. I know this about myself. <laughs> um, so how do you know if you're doing enough? Okay. You know, you're doing enough by the fruits. Yes. And just like when you plant a garden, you're going to see things right away. It's going to take some time. But after you've been planting a garden every single year, you know the fruits are going to be there every single time. It's just going to take a little bit of time to see it, right? So whatever you do, um, the Bible says that no work in the Lord is in vain. I believe that with all my heart. And it's 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 a, a natural law of life. You know, if you sow, you will harvest. You will. The seeds will grow. So whatever you're doing, it's producing fruits. Either you see it now or see it a year from now, or you see it five years from now, it's producing fruits. So I believe that uh, doing less is actually doing more. I love that sunlight taught me that since the beginning. Keep your lesson short. Um, and yes, guys, this is like, this is amazing. You have this to help you with everything that you need to get done. And no matter where you go, what you do, it's right there. And sometimes got one week done in two weeks, three weeks because of the circumstances of our lives. And sometimes we got two weeks done in one week. Um, you will learn to navigate and know when it's enough. You, you're going to learn how to have more confidence in yourself as you go. Your kids will always learn. Nothing's going to be wasted. That's excellent advice. Yeah. And Thank every you. every time I tested my kids, right? Um, every time we um, we tested them, they were always above the average of the public school, always. So I I don't have to worry anymore. And you can talk to any homeschool moms; they're gonna tell you the same thing. It's true. It's true. So the last question I have is really for those people who are finding themselves home or schooling at home now. And the school has given them schedules. They've gotten them online. They're trying to adjust that schedule. How? And you talked about the rhythm. And I just want to make sure that we have really given them all the advice we can. Um, how can we enhance or um, round out that schedule uh, to, to really fit the family? So they okay. might be very high level and then diving in. Yeah. Like I said, keep it simple. Keep it simple yeah. and increment little by little. If this is a completely new situation uh, to you, I mean, okay, let's just, just imagine you, you go to the pool, right? You have no idea how cold or hot the water is. You dip your toes first. And then you're probably going to sit by the pool and you're going to put, you know, like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. you're going to put your legs there for a little while and get used to it. And at least for me, it takes a while to jump in. And uh, water, it's yeah. the same thing with homeschooling. Yeah. 
just you know friends dip your toes for a little bit see how it goes get used to the temperature of the water um just just be wise uh duranda wilson uh, is a friend of mine and she taught me this um in her book she said we must be students of our children and this time that you're home with your children study them observe them know what they like what they don't um how they respond to things how they process things uh what picks their curiosity and use those things to in your advantage right if there's topics of interest that they really love Go and explore those topics, first of all, before you bring the whole thing in front of them. Let them get curious about learning. Um, remember that you are a facilitator of learning, um, that they will, because they've been taught in the public school by teachers, they will look at you and like, you're not my teacher. So yeah. no, but you're their moms. And, and maybe you feel like, you know, they don't see that you know that learning authority in you so that's when you need to become a facilitator of learning you you come and learn alongside them say guys i don't know this but i'm learning with you you know just like anything else in life take the pressure off your shoulder right now you don't need to know everything to teach them. You just need to be one step ahead. And sometimes one step ahead is just have your instructor manual in front of you. And that's enough. Yeah. And that's enough because they don't even know how much you know unless you tell them, right? But learn together. Just come alongside them and learn together. Make it fun. Make it interesting. Um, don't put pressure on them. And otherwise you're going to turn them off. But at the same time, don't let, don't drop the ball either. Keep, keep little by little, you know, just dipping your toes, being consistent. And, and eventually they're all going to come on board and have fun because that's what happened. My kids cannot imagine ever not being home with us learning. So. Well, that is just, all of your advice has been so valuable. I know that homeschooling parents and those now schooling at home, everyone will find that valuable. So thank you so much for joining me today. Um, and I will drop links down below. Look for everything we've sort of referenced. And um, thanks. Thanks for being here. Thank you so much, Stephanie. I love you guys. It's always yeah. a pleasure to be here. Bye.